Recording there, I'm recording there. Hello. I'm, up, I'm also recording. Okay. No I'm worries. not. Test, test, testies. Okay, so let's go to there. Let's make this smaller. So I can see the time, but I can still look at you boys. Now, why would one want to do that? I still want to be able to see you guys while I'm talking, and I need the key map. I'm just setting myself up over here. There we go. We're about one minute. We're about 40 seconds. Let's try and aim for a minute start. So then I've got my timing right. Copy. 10 seconds. Carpe? Oh, you fucked it, Matt. <laughs> you fucked it. I didn't know you were at the start. I said 10 seconds. Podcasting <laughs> 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 for professionals. That's right. Oh, only only, only the, the, the best here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <All> right. <laughs> Carpe diem, everyone. Time to seize the day with your favourite, or what I'm hoping is becoming your favourite, community podcast. We are the Greendale Human Podcasters. Uh, I am Jack again to, to walk you through this week's episode, and I'm joined by my illustrious co-hosts, Brad and Matt. So, you know, boys. Howdy, howdy. Hola. Jack again is back again. That's it. Another, another wonderful, wonderful week in community. So, welcome back, guys. Brad, starting off with you, how was your week this week? Well, my week this week was... um was really good. I actually jumped well into this episode real early. Uh, last Sunday night, straight after recording um, the last episode. Then I did another rewatch, another rewatch. And come Thursday night, I was gung-ho to get, get, yeah, get recording, get ready. During the day Friday, all I could think about was um, how I was going to do this, this accounting, um, <laughs> this, this accounting exam. And, Sat down on Friday Friday evening after dinner, ready ready to co- record with Jack when we got a message. Message Matt, from our good old mate, Matt. Matt. Do you want to uh, explain what may have happened on Friday? Yes, well, I've just had all manner of uh, what you might call technical issues with my, uh, with my recording PC and whatnot. So that sort of put me out of commission for a few days and I'm, I'm ghetto recording off a laptop today. So if everything is crap, please forgive that. All yeah, I um, goes back to Matt. Yeah, I, 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 I went and I went and cried. I went and cried and cried and cried, and uh, until I realised that my day was not seized. 
Ooh. Yes, no, you can't. You can't be seizing the day if you're crying. Trust me. Unseized. I was. Mm. I, I. I wasn't necessarily crying, but there was quite a large amount of profa- <laughs> profanity and other other curse words whilst trying to get a computer to work that did not want to work. And so, what's the, um, uh, what's the technical why. term, there, Matt? Did it? Uh, what's that? Did it shit itself. The technical term? Ah, uh, technical term is she's fucked, mate. Now, um, <laughs> I, I believe it's a, I believe it's a problem, a faulty motherboard, perhaps. But we'll have to do some more pulling apart of my system and uh, reassess. If, if our listeners are wondering, just just think of that um, Homer Simpson gif uh, in the kitchen with the cornflakes. Add the cornflakes, add the milk, and then a fireball. And it catches fire. Or um, if you, yes. if you want to picture me doing IT repairs, picture Homer Simpson trying to fix a camera with a drill and a hammer. Le grill? What the hell is le grill? Yeah, the, uh, I believe he hits that. It's the hammer. Uh, hits the drill with the hammer, smashes the camera, and then says, "Hmm, gonna need a bigger drill." So, how was the rest of your week then, Matt? <laughs> Yeah, not too foul, mate. Not too foul. Another another good week. We're um, working our way into the start of our football season down here in Australia, which makes me very, very happy. Our, um, really? Because your, your boys played Friday night. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the game is back. Regardless of whether my kid is winning or not, I still love the game. So first, first code came back this week for our Australian listeners. You know the NRL's back. Next week, my beloved AFL, our beloved AFL comes back. I think we're all AFL mm. fans. So, yeah, um, yeah. That'll be that'll be when things get serious for for all of us, I suppose. Yeah, yes. well, uh, yeah. My my NRL play team played on Thursday night, and we had a win. Unfortunately, Matt's had a loss on Friday. Uh, I still follow the soccer here for the some reason. Many. Um, and and my team is doing horribly, horribly badly. I saw that. So saw another that. loss this weekend. So not not wonderful for me. But uh, enough That's of right. sports, and uh, I think maybe we should talk about the episode. Uh, Are we going to study Spanish or keep getting involved in each other's personal lives? Sorry, Matt, what was that? Before we do, mate, do we just wonder, does anyone have anything to go over about the last episode? Oh, I assume you do if you're bringing it up. I do, I do. I have a minor note slash request, actually, today. Um, Request? Request. Um, And it's, it's based on... When starting my watch of this week's episode, it, it took me back to where I was last in on Netflix of the last episode. So I got to enjoy the old uh, Troy and Arbed rap at the end of the episode, just again, because why would you not? And uh, I picked up a line, and you were right, Jack, by the way, the subtitles are on the screen. You are definitely correct. Thank you. Um, Troy makes this, gives himself a couple of nicknames in that rap, the first one being T-Bone. Oh, and nice. the second one being something on the lines of Colabra Discoteca, which uh, in English means the disco spider. Oh. And uh, yeah. uh, I would just T-bone like to request will come up that again. If, we, if, we, if we have to take nicknames at any point in this podcast, I have dibs on the disco spider. I thought I had a nickname. You boys Please. called me Podlord last week. I'm running with it. That's right. You could be Podlord. <laughs> I'll be the disco spider if, if we're all happy with that. So I just wanted to request, uh, request to be now known as the disco spider. Brad's got a horse in his background, by the way. That, <laughs> yes, that dog is quite large. Very, it's, it's either a dog or a very small horse. Yes. Yes, that that that's Oliver just changing so he doesn't get bed sores on one side. <laughs> and he has Lovely. two of those. Actually, yes. Brad had a note from a correction from last week too. Yes. Yeah. So um, we I did a little bit of research and found out the opening credits um, paper 
game thing is called a fortune teller. Or hey. um, as I heard it a couple of, I swear I heard it when I was younger, called uh, Paku Paku. Yes. So, I knew there was a name for it. And um, yeah. when we get to that point this week, I do have a note about the starting credits too. I'd like to bring As do I. As does Brad. I assume it may so be we'll the, same the same one. one. <laughs> yes. um, but into the episode. Uh, so we'll start with the first scene. Uh, Jeff runs into a, into a class. And a class that we haven't seen before, next to a guy that we haven't seen before, introduces himself. He says that he heard this class is a bit of a cakewalk. Are you passing? The guy just stares back at him blankly. And Jeff asks if he likes Dane Cook. That is all Jeff needs to know. The guy goes, yeah, Dane's awesome. And and Jeff has no further questions. Now, old dude's baked as a birthday cake. Yeah. <laughs> So then we now uh, we now get to meet Professor Whitman, played by John Michael Higgins. Death, so-called, is a thing that makes men weep. And yet, a third of life is spent in sleep. Open your textbooks to page 37. Now, close them and throw them away. <laughs> Throw it away! <laughs> Throw it away! For those of you who are new, the motto of this class, Carpe Diem, seize the day! No tests, no papers. You want an A? <laughs> Live in the moment. Jackpot. Jackpot. <laughs> oh, I had to include a little jackpot there. Brad also is, threw away a book in the background there. I know this is a... <laughs> This is not a, a visual medium, but Brad pulled out an accounting textbook and threw it away. Yeah. Yes, I mean, I, I, I could have done that, but it's a very tiny... My office is quite tiny. If I did it, it may be <laughs> back and hit me in the head. So I thought I'd better not do that. Um, yes. But this is this is obviously Jeff's perfect class at this point. He's just realised that this is a walk, walk, in the, uh, walk in the park, as it were. Yeah. Um, I did but, want to note, obviously, this guy's doing a, you know, and it comes up later, but this guy's obviously doing a um, a Dead Poets, uh, inspired by Dead Poets, and uh, I noticed his name being Professor Whitman, uh, possibly a reference to the fact that Walt, Walt Whitman is referenced quite heavily in Dead Poets. Could be a coincidence, could be a callback. Knowing these writers, it's probably a callback. Yeah, I'd say so. I would have say so. very few things like that are done by coincidence. Uh, but yeah, very cool. And as soon as he stood there in that back door, starting to you know quote quote literature, I went, "Oh, this guy's doing a dead poet." <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he when he started with his um, when he walked in the class and he was talking about death, I'm like, "Oh, okay. So there's going to be some kind of certainty. Certainty in life is death and taxes. I'm like some kind of reference to accounting, but." Um, as you will find throughout the episode, there is only one reference to accounting. That's right. They don't even show that it is an accounting class. I, I literally thought it was he was doing a dead poet because this is an English class or some sort of literature, know, literature, English literature, historical philosophy class. Nope, nope. She's an accounting class. Yeah, because yep. we do only get one one bit where Jeff comes back and says, "This is an accounting class." And Brad and I were talking mm. about it just before where we went. We had to go back through and go, no, no, it is actually an accounting class. There's a note somewhere <laughs> on one of the Wikipedias that has it as, yes, this is a, a um, an accounting class. 
Nice. And a quick question for, for you there, Brad. Um, is this how you learn accounting? Because if it is, maybe I'm interested. Maybe I didn't. never thought accounting might have been the career for me, but if the accounting goes like this, maybe I'm down. Are you good at seizing uh, the day? No. I can, I can work on it, you know, as we, as we talk about, you know, run naked in a hailstorm and, and uh, tell 10 people you love them. I could do that for a living. I love you boys. If only it was like actually, that. Actually, I uh, love you boys. There you go. There's two already done. That's it. Boom. Um, moving on with the scene, we get uh, after Whitman tells everyone to then quickly take off all their shoes and throw them away, we learn to walk. <laughs> uh, next, he tells them to walk out the door with some motivational hints that today could be your last. You could die in your sleep. You get hit by a bus. One student has a raised and dark mole. It's not a good combo. It's not a uh, good combination. <laughs> Jeff is obviously very enthusiastic about this class um, and leaves and has some words with um, with with Whitman saying, you know, seize the day. Um, one note that I had about this was everyone walked out the door after they threw their shoes away. <laughs> Did they come back now for I their shoes? Back. Now I came back for their shoes or textbooks. They obviously didn't need the textbooks. <laughs> well, they get a passing grade, I guess. So you probably but, don't like. Yes, you might need the textbook if you actually want to do accounting, but this probably isn't the <laughs> class for you. Well, well, but as a as a well, my experience, minor experience with uh, university, you re- either rent or buy those textbooks. So I've taken that bitch back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that shit's not cheap. Secondary market. That's right. That stuff's not cheap, man. Um, so the the next scene we have Pierce attempting to use voice commands on his phone over and over and over again uh, until the group gets very annoyed and uh, Britt asks him to just use the buttons. Uh, Troy has a baby seize, which is adorable. Um, Jeff comes in and brags about the ultimate blow-off class as Professor uh, Whitman thinks he's in Dead Poet Society and he points out uh, that some people here are actually to learn, uh, uh, are here to actually learn uh, but then after Troy agrees, she is very quickly in. Uh, we find out that Arbet is uh, only allowed to do classes that relate to his his dad's falafel business. Uh, Buddha agrees to pay for the class, uh, for a film class for him, and gives him a check. And the memo says, for dreams, which is quite nice. Oh, that is sweet. Yeah, it's first sign of Britta being very. I mean, obviously, we know she's obviously a caring person, but that's that's a really nice nice thing that she does does for our bit yeah. there, you know. And um, I did I did also um want to want to question only classes that relate to the falafel business. Where does Spanish fall into that equation? Do you think Spanish is? I, I yeah, guess if they're in California, sure. perhaps. But true, true. They're I don't know. Just one of those I can't ones. remember which which city they're in. But there is, no, there I, is, don't, like, I know it's but... Greendale, but they do, I think it's, I don't want to get it wrong. They do mention which town it is. I'll have to look that one up. Okay. But yes, we do yeah, know I, I, where, I, yeah. where exactly it is. Um, just to close out the scene, because I've got a clip as well. Shirley thinks that, uh, Shirley says that uh, his dad is a hardcore Muslim and she, she could get her head cut off with a salami sword. And he points out how that's racist. And then we get, uh, we get a clip. <laughs> I'll do it. I love Robin Williams. Abed? Not a fan of In every movie, there's an authority figure that gets mad at him for making people laugh. No, are, are you going to take the class? Oh, can't. My dad will only pay for classes that will help me run the family restaurant. It's been struggling since 2001. 9-11 was pretty much the 9-11 of the falafel business. So your dad has your whole life planned out for you? 
Are you even interested in falafel? I'm interested in making movies, but my dad says all media is Western propaganda that negatively stereotypes Arabs. And he should see Aladdin. Jafar was a badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Abed, how much does a film class cost? $70. So, as a pro podcast that we are, I forgot to put in my notes that there was another clip there. So, that was from earlier in that scene. And then we have, <laughs> we have our third one. Oh, I was really tired, but I did these notes. I'm sorry. Um, and then You're we actually mate. get the clip from, from the end of the episode where uh, just after Annie points out that Shirley's being racist. Pierce will beat that in one minute. This is really nice of you. The memo says four dreams. Aww. Yes. Are we going to study <laughs> Spanish or keep getting involved in each other's personal lives? You said it. Hey, Troy dances like a girl. And how about I pound you like a boy? That didn't come out right. <laughs> You're not my mother. She's not? 29 seconds. <laughs> 29 seconds. That's all it takes. Oh, that's piece, half piece. the time he was given. Also, um, he doesn't contribute anything else to that scene except that. And, and the start where he's trying to use the voice commands. That's yeah, his whole contribution, Jeff's he bookends it. I love Jeff's happiness when he, he realized, oh, true sneezes like girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's so excited by that. Uh, uh, it, have, I, I do know, though, nobody really jumped on his uh, um, verbal faux pas. <laughs> No, how about I pound you like a man? Yeah, that was. Uh... And then he, uh, he, he, he very quickly away, went, "Oh, oh, that doesn't, that didn't come out right." And then they just move yeah. on very quickly. And and the point of sort of it came out of his mouth, and he went, "Oh, that didn't come out right." <laughs> but yeah, nobody jumped on him, which I thought was interesting. And uh, um, yeah, we, so... we learned that um, 9-11 was basically nine eleven for the falafel business. Who knew? Yeah, which is which is sad, and I guess kind of I could see how that happens. Uh, hmm. I looked it up. Yeah. Oh, Brad looked it up. Uh, Colorado is where this is based. Oh, yeah. So, where weed is legal. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. That, that the... explains our mate in the accounting class. Yep. So then we we get the credits again. And you boy said you had some notes on that. I did, Brad. But do you want to take take it first, and we'll see if we hit the same note. I think think we'd probably hit it. Um, uh, Chevy Chase's uh, intro um, fortune teller changed um, for this this episode, which I yes. thought was. I, I, yeah, this was on my second watch that I went through. And I'm like, wait a minute, that looks yep. different. Rewound and was like, it is different. I yes. wonder why. Yes, I Bingo didn't pick Bango, it up at all. Exactly, that's exactly the one I had. It's still the two circles. Um, but, but they look more like eyes those and Those circles mouth. are no longer breasts. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I did pick that up and go, that's interesting, I wonder, because no one, and I did go back to look if anyone else's had changed, mm. and uh, none of the others had, no. only the Chevy Chase ones, so obviously that was intentionally done that way, we don't know why, but yes, I did think that was my, my well, note I, as well. I can, I can probably see why they changed. Um, yes. <laughs> someone from legal went, guys... No. No, change <laughs> is it, it. Is it is it the worst worst thing? I guess it's No, it's probably yeah, you not, don't want to leave yourself but... open to anything you don't need to need to cough, I suppose. Um so yeah, back to back into the episode. Uh we're back at Whitman's class with the rest of the gang is pretty much there. Yeah. 
everyone's there now. They want that easy. Eh? Oh, I will say before we, um, yeah, yeah. sorry, before we uh, move on, uh, it's first signs of Annie maybe having some sort of infatuation perhaps with Troy in, um, She's not interested in the class. Then Troy says he's in, and suddenly she changes her tune. That's a little bit, yes. You know, in that yes. first episode, they had again having only seen these three episodes. That first episode, they had a bit of a butting of heads, and it appears now that she's got, uh, yeah, I, something going on in there with the, for Troy. So, uh, Troy and Annie went to the same high school. Yes, yes. I won't give away yeah, anything Annie, more Annie than Adderall. that. Correct. Yes. So Annie had a nervous breakdown and dropped out or something was the line, I think. Yeah. So Yeah, it's without diving too deep and without getting too far ahead of ourselves. Anything. Yeah, there are they those two have some history and, and yeah. they know each other and clearly uh Annie has a has a thing for Troy. You're right. Yeah, I picked that up straight away. The way she, she changed her tune very, very quickly. And I thought, well, that's interesting. We'll keep an eye yeah. on that. Um, and by the way, was Britta actually in the accounting class? I, I honestly can't remember. No. I didn't think she was. No, she Every, wasn't. Everyone. Yeah, okay. Everyone but Britta. Everyone else. Yeah. And now obviously I'm, no one is because it doesn't relate to pull-up. Which is ironic. You would think no. accounting would accounting relate to pull-up. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the kind things of, that, might, of... that might be important to it, to a business, accounting. Accounting, yes, yeah. His, his, yes. his, Abed's old man doesn't know that it's it's a blow-off class and the accounting teacher doesn't actually want to teach any accounting. <laughs> yeah, I pass um, accounting. Yeah. What's a, deb- <laughs> I, what's a debit and what's a credit? No, 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 but I seized a lot mm-hmm. of days. I don't know. But I'm going to go find my kite. See you later. <laughs> I'm going to go dead snake in a hailstorm. Uh, so you're back in the class. We get uh, Shirley will get an A if she tells everyone why uh, why she's actually here. And after some uh, some pressure being applied, we find out that she's only here because she wasted 15 years of her life with a man who left her with stretch marks, a funky memory of two bland orgasms, uh, and now it's time to get what's hers. Day seized. Uh, Annie gets called out for not that. living in the I, moment. I, yeah, I love that. I loved. Um just her, you know, real, coming, obviously. Like, yes, she's here because she wants to sell her baked goods and whatnot on the internet, but she's really here because she's wanting to move her life on. And there's there's definitely some cool backstory to her. I think there's more to examine there. Like, that that was cool to see that part of her come out a bit. And like we discussed last week, it's these these first few episodes, like, obviously, episode three, this this week is an Arbet episode. Arbet episode. There's, yeah. there's, there's other stuff going on. This is an Arbet episode. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so we get we're getting those hints of the backstory for those other other characters um, that we'll build on later. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah, it's it's good to get those little hints of of what's going on, and even in this and scene, was, you get that even that as big chunk of Shirley. Yeah. It's yeah. sort of a Freudian snap under pressure when, they, when the teacher puts a bit of pressure on her. Obviously, this is what she tells people she's here for. But you know, when, when applied some pressure, she she breaks a little. And this is the real reason I'm here. Yeah, because it's time to get what's hers. Yeah, Annie Annie's then called out for uh, taking notes and and not living in the moment. Um, Professor Whitman tells everyone to uh, to stand on their desks. Uh, and then someone falls off that or I assume the desk breaks underneath them as opposed yeah. to falling off. It appears off it. that way. I think it's, the line is um, great. 
you're all, we're always told not to stand on our desks. Why is that? And then we immediately find out why that is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, no, you'll be fine. Day seized. Off to the nurse. Um, seize the day. Seize the day in the sick bay while the, the nurse tends to your now broken leg. That's right. I, I actually oh, have no, no. my notes not here. Someone yet. breaks their desks, seize the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pierce is moved by Shirley's honesty, especially the part her about her. Well, I th- I assume you all know what we're saying. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, then they get some homework, swim in a lake, tell ten people that you love them, uh, and then oh, uh, and yeah, tell ten people that you love them. Jeff is then called out as everyone leaves. Uh, for trying this, you know. Every year, there's there's one student who just tries to skate through for an easy A. And if he does, oh, yes, his name's Pierce. I'll talk to him. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, and did, so that, that did was... you guys notice that it's him hitting on the woman who fell through her desk? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't notice. I yes. saw him walk over there. I didn't see him hit on her. What else would he yeah, be doing? Yeah, he was like, he's like, oh, do you need a ride home? <laughs> 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 of course, that's so Pierce. Uh, just doesn't care. There's no boundaries there. This poor woman just broke a leg and he's trying to hit on her. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if he doesn't actually seize the day by the end of the week, he gets a, he'll get an F. And then then we get the the line of this is no way to teach accounting, which is the first mention that this is actually an accounting class. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I I and really like first this, and only um, mention. Sorry. Go yep. on, bro. <laughs> I really like this um, this episode, especially for um, Whitman and how he just calls um, Jeff out on his basically lawyer bullshit. Um, because I'm sure you guys aren't aware, but there's a bit of a, um, uh, you know, those old um, musicals with um, the two rival gangs um, dance, dance fighting on different sides of the street? Yeah, yeah. Yep, That's, like um, uh, West Side Story. Yep. Yep, that's um, accountants and lawyers, effectively. So is right? this is an accountant calling out a lawyer for his um, big talk and bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I didn't, and I didn't and the first like time Jeff's really been called out first. Yeah. Or, you know, you know, f- apart from maybe from um, John Oliver in the first episode, you know, um, uh, Duncan uh, calling him out for wanting to skate. This is the first person. Of, and, you know, the Britta, I guess, probably says it as well. But, you know, the first time he's really been confronted by, say, a member of the faculty or someone in, in, in a higher level of importance, they're going, I know what you're doing to you, dude. Yeah. You know, calling him out. Yeah. Any other notes on that one before we move on to the next one? No? All nah. good. Um, so next we see Jeff catching up with Britta um, to complain about how his scam isn't working. Britta <laughs> just has none of it. So, and she calls him out as well. Oh, I'm sorry that that you know, you're you're blowing. It's so hard for you to cheat. I think as she yeah, said. That, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then we get we get to meet to see Arbet again. Actually, I'm doing a movie about my dad. That is brilliant. How did he react to you signing up for the film class? The part hasn't happened yet. Here he comes. Hey, you want to get involved in my family's business? Holy war! Where do I find Mr. Pitta? <laughs> I'm Mr. Pitta. That's right. I'm a woman with rights, and you can see my whole face. Oh, I get it, because I'm Arab, I must hate women. Let me tell you something. I love women, but I'm getting a major B-word vibe from you. 
Wow, I can't believe I missed out on getting involved in this. You go host American Idol and you stop messing with my son. He's a special boy. I raise him, okay? You don't raise him. Raising him means letting him follow his dreams. Dreams are for sleeping. You don't know that. It's clinically proven. Stop polio. You lost me. Abed wants to study film. Wait, what is he saying? He says we're leaving. Tell him that you want to stay and study film. I don't think I'm really in the scene. See, it was hard enough to talk to him before. Now we have this between us. Yeah. So there's, there's quite a beat in that. Um, first of all, we meet Abed's, uh, Abed's father, uh, whose name is Gobi. But I don't think we actually get that in this episode. Um, but no, his dad's name is, is Gobi Nadir, uh, played by Iqbal Thiba. Um, and he does, he does come up, I think season four or something, but he, he is back later. Um, yeah. I like, on that um, one? I like Jeff getting ref- another reference to Jeff being Ryan Seacrest. Yes. Go host mm-hmm. American Idol. It's yeah. obviously a running, running, running joke there. Okay. We get it. Jeff looks like Seacrest. Yeah. yeah I, the I, had, I had that noted. That. It is a good little throwaway line, you know. And if you do, if you if you pick it up, you pick it up. If you don't, nothing sort of lost by it. Like it doesn't throw you out. It's it's a good little callback line for those who want to pick it up. Yeah. So we obviously we see a little bit of interaction between what his home, what Abed's home life is a bit like. Um, meeting his father. Um, more about Britta's activism, I guess you can call it. Um, so Jeff Jeff steps mm-hmm. in. Um, in to stop an almost fight between Britta and Abed's father. Um, Jeff points out that you have a right to your religion and your family's privacy, but Abed, as an adult and a US citizen, he is. Yep, good. Um, <laughs> uh, and he has a right to stay. Uh, Abed's dad says, fine, you raise him, I'm out. <laughs> Which I just thought was so good. Didn't take long. I, did, I don't think that's how parenting works. No. no. Just mic drop, walk away. Well that's played, it. Sir. It's a all. I'm done. I do love the little secondary check. He's an American citizen, right? You are. You are. <laughs> that right. was the double check. Okay. Um, Jeff and Britta are, are to raise our, our bed. Um, Britta, Britta points out she was happy when... Uh, her, her happiest moment was when she cut her father from her life. A little bit more background on Britta there, obviously. Yeah, and, and what, what it's like with her parents. Uh, Abed will need to make some adjustments um, to his film and thinks Jeff should play his father. Jeff points out he doesn't want to be Abed's father. Uh, Abed says, perfect, you already know your lines, which which is a goal. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that, that one was hilarious and sad at the same time. It was, it made me laugh, and then after I ceased laughing, I went, Aww. Aww. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Again, but, the poor Abed. Like, I, I feel like I'm saying that so often, but poor Abed. Like, Abed in this episode, and I know we're only kind of at the start still, but Abed in this episode, where he's, like, even there where he's like, oh, no, I don't think I'm in this scene. Is is really good. Like he's involved in the conversation. Everything is about him. Oh no, I'm not in this scene. Don't don't worry about no, me, no, guys. You just keep rolling. Be- keep rolling. Yeah, he's behind the camera. He's not in yeah. this. So we get uh, we get Jeff dressed as an '80s rapist. Now Brad corrected me, <laughs> or Brad questioned me on this one, and so I rewatched it. That is exactly what Britta says. Yes, and no, I don't think you can use that says. line anymore. No, no, it is. No. Uh, it is rapist. Is, now, yeah, is, is that a line to anything specific? Is that a Cosby reference or is that just 
you look I'm not untrustworthy. Sure. Well, this is well like... before Cosby. This true, is only yeah, 9 out of 10. Yeah, but I believe, and I'm not, also, I'm not gonna, we're, we're not here to discuss that, but was like, there a, people knew was that. Was there a rapist back in the day that wore rainbow suspenders and a tie with LEDs? <laughs> uh, yeah, who knows? And fluffy bunny shoes? Like, I, I wrote down what he was wearing because it was know. weird. Yeah, it might just be one of those things where you look so out of place that obviously something's wrong with you. Yeah. Um, anyway, that but just it, that really it caught me. Was off. an interesting line. Yeah, it caught me too, and I went, "What? Can she say yeah. that?" That was that was confronting to hear. It's like, oh, well, you probably can't do that anymore. You, you, no. The word rapist isn't thrown around as often, unless you're watching no. you know, a crime show or or Australian politics. Oh, oh that's <laughs> for our American let that one go through to the Cape our American li- listeners. Jump on some Australian news and you, you'll figure out what we're talking about. Um, you don't, but yeah, you don't gonna, really need to dive live. into that. I mean, it's politics. It's it's the same everywhere, yeah. I imagine. Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> uh, so he's wearing all this, obviously, to impress Whitman. Uh, when Britta asks what he's, what he's doing, uh, Britta is calculating uh, Arbed's expenses for the semester, which is great. She's actually using some accounting, even though she wasn't in the class. Um, That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> the only person in the entire episode who does some accounting. And it's funny, even before she writes the check for Arbed, you can see the mother-father vibes that they're trying to put out through the episode yeah. between the yeah. two of them, which is really yeah. good. Um, so Shirley thinks what Brit is doing for Arbed is just amazing. Most people talk a good game, but she really follows through. I love you. No, she doesn't. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Jeff points out that Shirley's just doing her homework because he got one of these speeches yesterday. <laughs> uh, and Arbed turns up and he's recording some more of his film. Arbed, how's it going, buddy? Good, my film is coming together. Cool tie, Jeff. Are you wearing that because you're playing the role of my dad or is it really Christmas? Definitely Christmas. Is that a new camera? Yeah, it's more expensive, but it lets me adjust really specific settings that most people don't notice or think about. Hi, I would like a latte and Jeff, let me get you something. I'm okay. Oh, come on, I got you. No, really, I don't, I don't need anything. No, really, you're insulting me. Look at all this cash. Hey, I will get a small black coffee. Boo! An ordinary coffee for an ordinary life. Good morning, Professor Whitman. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Winger. That tone is horrible. Just which I shall have... a birthday cake. Can you have birthday cake when it's not your birthday? Or is it just cake? Like if you're having it with someone else's birthday? birthday cake. Yeah. It's got happy birthday written on it. It's a birthday cake. Yeah, I guess. Fair enough. I feel a little bit bad for Jeff there because he's obviously only ordering that small black coffee because he knows Britta's looking at it and going, don't spend our bed's money. Yeah, and well, it's my don't spend... Well, yeah, correct. Don't spend our bed's money that I've given him. Uh, so, yes. so that was the case. She's given Arbed yes. that money and Arbed's got fat stacks now because Britta's given him all his money and he's yeah. just throwing it around. And the camera that he's got, like, I'm not a camera guy, but he goes Never from an mind. old school 90s cam Handy cam. Yeah. yeah. To a big professional-ish it's, looking unit that is... Yeah. And you go, oh, oh that's a big it's, upgrade. There's dollars yeah, involved it's, there. It's got its own atmosphere, mics on it, and it's it's got a wide lens and all this other stuff. And as Abed said, it allows you to to adjust settings people don't notice or care about. Yeah. 
Uh, so the, the the next scene we get is uh, a little scene between uh, Troy and Pierce, with uh, Pierce trying to trying to help him with with his sneezes. I've seen men in your situation, Troy. No, those are both for me. You were on top He's of the world before, and now no one gives a rat's ass. I can help you with your image. First, I lose the jacket. You look like a high school bitch. But more more importantly, it's your sneeze. When I was a CEO, I had a an array of masculine sneezes asserted dominance. You know, like the explosive shock the room into silence sneeze, the... Or the draw them in sneeze, you know. Maybe I wouldn't sneeze, because I'm in control. You could even use a sneeze to drive home a point. Like, I think think the Cubs are going to win all this year. What do you think? Tell me more. Tell me more. And then he gives him one of the the two cans at the end. I love that bit. So I want to ask, what's the line about the Letterman jacket? He looks like a is it? You look like a high school bitch. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because I couldn't get if he was making you said you look like a high school bitch, or for some reason it caught me like you look like a high school pitcher. Like maybe you know he's playing baseball or something, and maybe I gave Pierce the benefit of the doubt. He didn't call him a high school bitch, but you know, I'm pretty sure he calls him a bitch. That's uh, yeah. it's what it sounds like. I, I went back and re-listened to it. And I went, no, I think he calls him a bitch. But there's a there's a Troy episode coming up in a couple of. It's either. Yep. I don't think it's next week. I think it's the one after. Um, however, not jumping ahead, but he's got the letter jacket again. So it's a it's a common theme for a while. Troy wearing yep. the letter jacket. Yeah, yeah. I I I really like this clip. It actually showed um, Pierce in a good light, and you know mm. what what value he can bring to the group. Even though actually, he does does insult Troy a little a little bit, he you know he does have some value. Yes, he becomes more of a, a worldly, older gentleman as opposed to just an, a creepy old man. Yeah. And I do love his, yeah, big explosive sneeze. I feel like that's how I sneeze like 90% of the time. Not I, intentionally, I, just it seems to be like that. Yeah, I have a quite loud sneeze. and <laughs> But when I'm sneezing, I'm not thinking about sneezing. No, no. But sometimes um, you don't sneeze because I'm in control. Because I'm in control. Uh, and I do love like you hear, he has that first sneeze and you hear people literally stop playing pool. You <laughs> yeah, that's the good. sound of the yeah. pool balls clacking together because everyone is literally falling silent in well, that room. And that's what he says. It's one that, that holds the room yeah. and then he does it and the room stops. It's good. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really good it's writing, great. actually. It, it makes really the point. Good. Yeah, it makes the point very well. So, yeah, no. Troy, yeah. Troy needs to learn about how to, how to sneeze like a man. Yeah. So, so yes, yeah, so that's a really awesome scene. Uh, the next it one we good. get, we get Jeff uh, attempting to seize the day. Um, so he plans his little run, and he runs through with a through a walkway uh, with a kite, then joins some young girls uh, in some jump rope, and uh, comes across randomly Professor Whitman. Would you imagine? Yeah, what a coincidence! Yeah, and considering the age of these girls, unwittingly creepy. Damn it! Beat it. Professor, will you look at the amount of work that I'm putting into this? I mean, throw me a bone. Had I not already cried at the sunrise this morning, I would be weeping right now. What does that mean? What do you mean, Jeff? 
What does your life mean? How long does it take you in the morning to, to make it look like you have bedhead? How many sweatpants, sport jacket combos did you try before you found the one that said, I don't care? Seize the day, Jeff, for real. Go running naked in a hailstorm, kiss a girl in the middle of the day, fly a kite, but do it for yourself. Or you won't just fail my class, you'll fail life. Ooh. I'm not sure he can fail him in life. No. <laughs> I just, I do feel though, Jeff. Um, Jeff puts so much effort into like pretending to seize the day. I feel like yeah. if he just went about his life, he would probably seize the day enough. To I think that's the thing happy. that. But that's the thing I think Whitman sees that. Yeah. No, in his day to day, nothing he would do would seize the day. He's no, just living true. his life. He true. he has he has Jeff down to a T. And did you notice? When he was saying, uh, Whitman was saying, uh, kiss a girl, Britta was walking up behind and heard the that. sentence. Did spot yes. that. I, uh, I also liked um, his, his reference to the sweatpants sports jacket, sports coat combo, call yeah. back to what yeah. we discussed in the first episode. So obviously that was a planned thing. Either it was yeah. planned in the first episode or they just decided to continue it on. They, they the picked episode. up on it and went, ah, we'll run with it. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, so that was a good little callback as well, which I really quite liked. So we get, uh, as you mentioned, Brad, Britta comes up behind, joins joins Jeff, um, and tells Jeff that Arbet has been cutting class, and she's really worried about him. And every time she tries to talk to him, he keeps just filming her and tells her tells Britta that she's playing the role of her mother. Uh, Jeff points out that Arbet is not normal. Um, Jeff says uh, Britta shouldn't have got involved, but asks Jeff to please just talk to him. Uh, but Jeff is having his own troubles trying to seize the day. Um, turn to a slow walk, Arbed, as he pans into a shot, and he's just slowly backing away. And Jeff says, oh, "He might. Is he going to kill us?" <laughs> and uh, I like a lot of these sort of camera shots and him, him unwittingly filming people has a very American Beauty vibe to it. Yes, it does. Well, I've yeah. seen that, you know, where the creepy guy next door is filming people and, and whatnot like that. And it just, it's got very much that vibe to it. All, all it needed was a plastic bag. Yeah, in the, yes, there's a benevolent force out there that wants you to know that there's no reason to be afraid. <laughs> God, I quoted that too easily, didn't I? Yes, you did. You did. Well, I you used to like Kevin did. Spacey quite a bit until obvious reasons refer to previous we comments <laughs> yeah, we, can't, we can't say that anymore <laughs> moving along um back to the study table. please do our bed's got everyone pizza troy was really grateful because he's starving fairly shirley thinks it's really nice um uh, he thinks it's a, a nice little picnic uh pierce adds that it's a possibly a, or a family dinner uh, which I guess hints a little bit more at, uh, at Pierce's as home life. Um, Jeff suggests it's just a study group and that let's not get carried away. Uh, it's just pizza and let's not get carried away. And coffee's arrived for everybody. And Britta clears her throat and suggests, uh, to suggest that Jeff should talk to him about um, missing class. So, Abed, how's film class? Good. Ah, did you go to class today? Not really. Not really. Well, Britta's paying for those classes. Don't you think maybe you should go? I was shooting my movie. Yeah, but your movie's for class. My movie's more important. The la la. 
Someone order seven lattes. I got that. No, you don't got it. I got it, Abed. I got everything. What is wrong with you? All I want to do is take care of you. I know you're not stupid. Are you doing this on purpose? Why won't you answer me? Because this is the scene where you leave. You better believe it. Right up. What do you think, Dad? I think you are really weird, Abed. <laughs> and I think the wrong person just left. Oh, that's that's such Ouch. a heavy scene. It's, it is it's, very, it's very so heavy well and... done. Yeah. Go on, Matt. And it just plants a lot of stuff for, for you know where the episode goes later, obviously. But my I couldn't really pay attention to the scene because I spent the entire scene focused on Pierce's inability to consume Eat a slice a pizza. of pizza. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. In no yes. way could he. I had that noted. <laughs> just, it just it caught, kept catching my eye. He tried <laughs> to flick the slice of pizza into his mouth instead of just, you know, placing it in his mouth. It just, and uh, then, then Troy just, looking over. Yeah. It's the physical <laughs> it's just, comedy of Chevy Chase. Oh, yeah. it, it was great. It really was. But uh, no, definitely a good scene. And, um, you know, Britta sort of coming to her wit's end a little bit with. Arbed and, and saying to Arbed, you know, I know you're not dumb. Are you doing this on purpose? You know, and you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Arbed sort of splurging the cash and whatnot. But you do notice that apart from sort of the upgrading the camera, everything Arbed has done to splurge the money has been to share with everyone else. That's true. Yeah. That is very true. He's not true. actually going out there. Like he doesn't rock up in a Ferrari because he wants to drive Ferrari. Like, got, say your Jeff would. Yeah. Exactly. He's not got a bunch of fancy stuff for himself. He's just gone, I'll get a coffee and what do you want, Jeff? And oh thanks for the pizzas, Arbed, and here's seven lattes for everybody, you know. Yeah. It's a that's a really good point. Um So uh Jeff lies to Britta uh and Arbad's dad to get them in a meeting. Uh and then we got uh another clip. Alright, now the only reason why this whole mess got started is because both of you wanted the best for Arbed. And I think the lesson we can all take away from this is that everyone should always do whatever they want and leave each other out of it. Is that your take? Let me give you mine. You and your pillow left the girlfriend got all up in my stuff because you wanted to be cowboys and then you turned chicken when you found out it would take more than speeches and guided missiles. Interesting. I haven't seen the Iraq metaphor, but... What Iraq metaphor? I'm talking about your speeches and her guy that got it. The point is, <laughs> is that Britta is sorry, right? Wrong. Abed may not be a great filmmaker, but that doesn't mean that he wants to make falafel. You need to let him make his own decisions. Make his own decisions? Have you met Abed? You know Obviously, who he is? Yes, I you know. have guys, no... You're stupid. I'm finished. Britta, wow. just dead. Britta, Jeff, Dad, tells them where to sit. Um, mm. Do you want to talk about that before we move on, or do we want to I like, finish a little I, bit more? I like Jeff's um, lies to get them there. Uh, Ravi Shankar for Britta, and uh, Abed's dad comes and says, where is Weezer? Where is Weezer? <laughs> Which is hilarious, because Brad and I were supposed to go see Weezer last year, and Yes, we were. That got, that got cancelled as, as part of a big concert tour, so uh, look at you that just hurt me a little bit on the inside. Because we should have seen them last year, and with COVID, it didn't happen. Oh. Uh, but, yeah. but yeah, anything else on that clip, guys? Uh just um, that that was so good. And Jeff's really not having a good, uh, good time this week. He's getting shot down. His um, 
you know, his whole point of being has been shot down this week. And now his, um, you know, his special speech of the week has also been, been you know, obliterated. Yeah, <laughs> pretty pretty that, convincingly. Really steals the yeah, same, let's, let's not forget uh, Britain's Guided Missiles. <laughs> Which is a new one. Uh, that's not uh, it's not a term I've ever heard before. Heard before yeah. mm. No, no. Your your speeches and her guided missiles and that the hand the uh, hand work from Marbet's uh, dad there really sucks that. Um, so yeah, so we we next get the actual Abed's movie that he's made. I was going to include it, but it kind of doesn't make sense on on an audio medium. It Not works visually. The audio, with the, the um, so I'll just I'll just run over it. Um, the movie's called Six Candles, uh, starring Jeff as dad and Britta as mum. Uh, we get clips from earlier in the episode uh, with Jeff and Britta saying things like, "How's it going, buddy? Uh, I don't want to be your father." Um, I think you're weird, Arbed. Look, I need to talk to you about Arbed between the two of them. Um, he's not normal. Uh, what else is there? What's wrong with you all? Uh, all I want to do is take care of you. Why will you not answer me? Um, his mum leaves uh, is the thing there. Um, what do you think, Dad? Uh, I think you're weird, Arbed. Uh, and I think the wrong person just left. And then we get kind of like an EKG flatline sound. Uh, there's a few other wiping sort of sound effects and other bits yeah. and pieces in there uh, that kind of were a bit hard to describe. It's, it's mm, kind of a lot without... Sort of... Yeah, you kind of really have to see it to experience it, but it's it's kind of heavy. Mm. Yeah, and it's very heavy. Those um, poignant shots there, you know, that of Arbet's taken of his dad when his dad didn't think anyone was watching him, you know, yeah. Staring, yeah. staring vacantly into the mirror deep in thought or or laying in bed, you know, alone, sort of feeling around to the other side of the bed where yep. obviously his wife used to be. Yeah. And, and longingly feeling that way and, and, you know, gives you an idea of, all right, well, his dad's angry and maybe this is why. And also... That from uh, the start, from the pilot. Yeah. And yeah. also the um, the age of Abed <laughs> going through the, through the years starts when you know he's born and then it's like when he's three four five and the uh, the escalation and and the the reference to like um x-rays and needles and doctors perhaps of him being you know checked out by doctors and and, mm. and things like that you know it's very very poignant very poignant of a short film yeah it's really divorce. like it's... they're going yeah and um, yeah. my do I do love you know it goes from that very sort of dark poignant uh, very reflective movie to uh, his production cool Arbed productions with that really upbeat music oh, yeah. at the end yeah of that it. last <laughs> little clip at the end there just yeah. really kills it but cool um, cool Arbed productions uh, back to back to the table and and Jeff says it's not Citizen Kane he's kind of not as phased <laughs> by it. Britta doesn't seem to be as as moved by it, but clearly Abed's dad is just it hits home because um, yeah, right his dad's crying. Um, yeah, Abed's dad says uh, he doesn't blame him for his mum leaving. Abed's dad, uh, Abed says you didn't have to. Uh, yeah, Abed's dad um, says it's uh, Abed is hard to understand, but if making movies helps him. I'll be understood. He'll he'll then pay for the classes, but falafels is a fallback, uh, which which is <laughs> great. Abed's he's sort of, at the door. 
and I've been sort of accepted too with giving that, that point moment, back at him. It's like, pointing, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll reach that compromise with you that I, you'll let me do this. Falafel is a fallback, you know, which is yeah. which is what any parent really just wants, you know, is their kid to have options, right? Is you do this thing, but have falafel as a fallback, you know, you don't want to end up end up nowhere. Um, and he yeah. does say, you know, in that speech where they speak to each other in, um, forgive me, I don't know what that that language is. Um, the, the Iraqi language, what what that actually is, but um, he says, what did he say? Arabic. Thank you. Um, he says, um, I never said I blamed you for her leaving. You didn't have to. And he you, says yeah, you didn't have you to, didn't which have is to. just really, you know, that, that subconscious thing of that's what Arbit felt as a kid. You yeah. know, very if for a comedy show, that's very deep. Yeah, you know, it's interpersonal, reflective so thing there. Yeah. And and like his dad says, like. Yeah, Arbed's hard to understand, but if mm. making movies helps him be understood, then sure, Let's do I'll, it. I'll accept it. That and and clearly, even though we we've seen all the development the whole way through, until you see it at the end, and the difference between Jeff and Britta watching it to yep. you know, clearly it was made for his old man. Like yeah, so yeah. It, that it, that it was his intended personal. audience, and yeah, should it hit the mark. Yeah, and it hit him personal. And also, you know, that line of, um, you know, my, my son is, is hard to understand, but if making movies helps him be understood, you know, it's very much, you do see a lot of people who are on the spectrum where they have Asperger's or, or whatnot, and they're, they're very creative, you know, yeah. and there are their creative outlets that do help them see the world or show people how they see the world the way they see it, but, but people don't necessarily understand, you know. So it's yeah. just again touching on that point of you know this is our bed, this is how he functions. Yeah, yeah. So we the, the last part of that scene is uh, Britta asks Arbed, um, "Did you do all that on purpose?" Uh, it's, it's not a very nice way to treat your friends. Arbed comes back with, "It's not called friend business; it's called show business." Then pops a durry in his mouth and walks off. <laughs> he just pops a ciggy and. Yes, and and Britta says he's smoking. Yeah, he's shocked. He's smoking now, and Jeff just puts a hand on her knee and says, "Honey, let him leave the nest." (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. Like it's over. You don't need to be his parents anymore. His dad's kind of taken (laughs) back the reins earlier in the scene. Yeah, but there's still he's still good. Call back to them being mum and dad. Yeah, and then Britta's like, "Get your hand off my knee," and then he does the old reach around, like the the arm (laughs) over the back of the arm around the shoulder. Yeah, I will say though, I did not like that last bit because this, ep- and I know it's the point of it, but this episode gave me so much like of Arbid and that that line, just that end bit, just threw it all away for me, you know. And maybe that's just me being a sucker for the soft, you know, soft ending or the the emotional ending. But for him to then go do that and say that, and I know he probably didn't mean it in that way because of how he is. It just it just hit me the wrong way and, and took yeah. away all that goodwill I sort of felt for Arbed from that episode. Yeah, a little bit. But I think I think it's him like again, it's showing Arbed kind of on the spectrum and, and he did it all to get his point yeah. across. Yeah. yeah. I I, th- I think <laughs> I, the I, end not... point is just a, a throwaway. Like him putting a cigarette in his mouth is just a, a nod to oh yeah, I'm just in the business now. Ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah, do, I but I would have liked to see away. him maybe reference the fact that, okay, yeah, no, I'm sorry I did that to you, you know, but I was trying to make this point or, or what have you, or I was doing it for this film. It was just like, screw you, I did it, I used you, 
and off I go kind of thing. And I, you know, yeah. again, it's not how it was probably meant. You know, it's, it's trying to have levels of show Arbid in and whatnot and how he sees things. But for me personally, it just took, you know, 22 minutes of sympathy I had for Arbid and flushed it all out, yeah. uh, flushed it all down the toilet, you know? I think this episode being a first sort of real key Arbed episode, this is his base level. This is us getting an understanding for Arbed and what he's like. And, and again, it's that it's a starting point for him to then yeah. launch off and grow off. Yeah, so, he'll develop. For yeah. sure. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to save my comments for later. Right. Uh, we get a very brief scene of Troy having a manly sneeze behind Shirley, who, who then says, <laughs> uh, And then we get the, our last scene. While, while, no, fair note, no longer wearing the Letterman jacket, now wearing a sports coat. Yes, yes, I did note that. An oddly sized fitting sports coat. It was not his. It, no, it, maybe it was clearly one of the pieces. Yeah. Um, but yes. Um, so that was quite funny. And then we get clip 10. For someone who doesn't like getting involved, well, I owe you. You owe me. That cannot be comfortable for you. Hey, um, you should kiss me right now. <laughs> Day seized! Day seized! <laughs> a plus, Winger! I know a life changing kiss when I see one. Wowee! Wow, wait. <laughs> yeah. You. Jeff is. Uh, and he to um, run away and find the flagpole. He climbs a tree. Yeah. <laughs> climbs a tree. Just uh, fantastic. Very little. Uh, very, like, do you, you you know a life changing kiss when you see it? That's great because obviously it was. You know that. Possibly Jeff it was. foreshadowing. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, it's a good little line there. And, and what does Jeff say at the end? You do or you, you do know or something like that about it being a life-changing for him makes that little point that it was a big deal for him. For Britta, it was just, all right, now we're even. But obviously for him, that was um, yeah, that was a big yeah. moment. Yeah. Well, he's been trying what for, I, I don't know, they don't mention it here, but what, it's been at least three weeks since the week before with, uh, you know, I'm assuming it's another week in advance, maybe. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Since Spanish 101, or it's been some well, time since Spanish 101. So he's been chasing her for at least three weeks, and now well, he gets a kiss. Generally, in like uh, uni and college type things, um, it's about, uh, what, four weeks to a month and a half or so before cutoff date. So, um, uh, to pick your classes. Yeah, yeah, to pick your classes. So yeah. um, it's been a little while but i i like the fact that it's um it's here britta saying like you know don't read too much into this because um yeah if the reference back where she heard Whit- whitman say it earlier um yeah. it, she was just um yeah giving it throwing him a bone like it reminds me of last week where she, where she he did make didn't make any progress and i like the fact that he's not really making any progress he thinks he is but he's not sure he is. Yeah. And I, I like that. Yeah, I feel like, though, I think it was also partly like he went from, all right, I'm chasing this chick because she's hot or, or what have you, the hot chick from Spanish, to, ooh, I might, actually, I might actually like this girl. 
And, you know, that's the point of it being maybe a life-changing kiss or, you know, as opposed to just him just wanting to, you know, go out with her because she's cute or, or what have you. Maybe he actually is developing something and that's the, the point of it being life-changing for him. Yeah. Maybe, sure. and maybe I'm over-reading it, I don't, you know, but that's sort of from, from my experience in TV shows, that sort of tends to be the direction people go. Yeah, so we also, just to, to end off, uh, and we can we can recap the rest of the episode in a second, but the final scene, the end credit scene, um, is Abed trying to crump, and, and Troy goes, no, 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 that's not crumping, this is crumping. Jeff walks in, it's like, what are you doing? No, this isn't crumping. And then cut to X amount of time later, and all three of them are going at it. <laughs> the uh, three of them breaking it down. Yeah. yeah. I like Arbet. Am I crumping? Am I crumping? Am I crumping? I was going to include a, a clip of it, but it just doesn't work on a on an audio no, medium. No, you have to see it. It's a visual it. medium, it's, and you have to so see good. that the... the the, the move City's throwing down and then Troy getting up and throwing down and then all three of them just getting together and just going to town. Yeah. Uh, so, boys, uh, we'll go Matt first this time. First thoughts on that episode as a whole? Yeah, really, really liked it. I, I think, again, up until the very end, I really liked Arbet's character explanations there and it made me really like that episode. Uh, because I just I like an episode that's a bit heavy. I just uh, I like the the little details and the levels that he's got as a character. Mm. Um, it did lose me a little at the end, as I said. You know whether or not it was meant to be that way. That's how I took it, and it did break a little bit of uh, what I felt for the episode, I guess. But overall, very good. And uh, Brad, first thoughts? Yeah, I I also really liked uh, this episode, and I like the interplay between. Uh, obviously the three major um, focuses of um, the week, so Abed, Jeff, and Britta. But then I also like that um, the... Oh, no. Oh, no. Brad's having oh. problems. A little bit of intersection extra. Oh, Damn, Brad. Can you hear having, me? Uh, you're having problems there. No, just, he's back uh, again, I think. Yeah. Just go back on yourself, mate, and I'll cut that out. What are, you, what are your right, thoughts sweet. on this week's episode? Um, yeah, I really really liked this one. I liked how the three of them had some really good um, play between each other, Jeff, Arbed, and Britta. But then I also liked the little bit of intersection between the others as well. Everyone just seemed to play to their strengths. It was a really, um, yeah, really strong, well-rounded episode. And we got a bit more of Arbed, which is always a great thing. Yeah, and we're seeing, I guess, sort of, interlocking into strands now between different characters you know you're seeing troy and Ar- uh, troy and pierce getting getting interwebbed with each other we saw troy and arbed getting into it with each other last week with um and you know shirley and, and annie getting interconnected last week so they're all starting to the, the the world of this show is not just starting to revolve around jeff anymore it's developing the little interactions between each other to, to create more B stories and, and more A stories in the future that won't necessarily yeah. involve Jeff or even, even Britta. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this episode. As you guys said, more Arbed is always a good thing. He's yeah. he's such a good character just in terms of he, he's just an oddball, uh, but he's so lovable 
and yeah, you always just like you could just watch a show about our bed. It's it's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I don't really have too much other to add that we haven't covered off. It's, it's just such a likable episode, um, especially yeah, so really early good. in the season. I, I think it's the first real, uh, episode that that kind of shows the potential that community has. The first two, yeah. obviously, we've covered maybe not, well. You know, maybe not our favourites overall, and and you can see it building. You see the potential there, and this is kind of really exposing it on a, on a full episode level. Um, we won't do our our ratings just yet. Um, we'll do them towards the end. Uh, Matt, uh, let's uh, let's hit us with some old white man says. I'm old white man says. No wonder he says everything I'm thinking. Shut up. Schmitty. Nobody even knows what you're talking about. <laughs> I still, still amazing. Yes, I wonder how I change it and catch you guys off guard. Um, go on. As well, it is old white man says. I am Matt Schmitty or the Disco Spider. Refer to me as you proceed to. No. And um, I don't want to appear selfish, but stop what you're doing and focus on me. So today we have a class clip from this episode, actually, that I quite enjoyed. And now, uh, as usual, I'll get Jack to tee that up for me. Jack, you mean Podlord? Sorry, I'll get the Podlord to tee it up for the Disco <laughs> Spider. Simon is a documentary. They're like real movies, but with ugly people. <laughs> Documentaries are like real movies, but with ugly people. As someone who loves a documentary, that one cracked me up because it is it is true. You know, it's, it's, it's not even just ugly people. It's just real life. You know what I mean? And and it feels like that's the first thing he learned in film class was documentaries. They're like real movies, but with ugly people. And so, podcasts are just movies with uglier people that don't want to show their face. Exactly. exactly. There you go. Speak for yourself, pod I, I tell you what, I, I definitely just... am. <laughs> <laughs> people always and tell so me they've got a face is... for radio. That is right. That is right. No. So that is our old white man says for today with the Disco Spider. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, yes, I'm going to keep hammering that home until, oh, until it lands. Too. Um, can I grab... change my Twitter handle? Yes, you can. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brad, let's go with your pick of the week next. Yo, 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 pop, pop. You're into me. I beg your unbelievable pardon. Yeah, that's you, Brad. Oh, he's fucking frozen again. Great time for him. Oh, that he lives. That's all right, Brad. Good, because as soon as that clip ends, I can just cut to wherever you start. <laughs> so, off you go. Oh, says I'm internet connection unstable. Yeah, we've, we've got you back, though. So we've got like you, said, okay. I'll, I'll cut this middle bit out. All right. Yeah, um, yeah so this week, considering um, at the end we do our rating of each of the characters. I'm just going to drop my ratings of each of the characters here because um, I think, yeah, why not Com- combine it? And then it, it will build up a bit of a um, bit of anticipation as to who is going to be my MVP. So um, we will start at the um, also rands this week. So at the uh, lower end of the, um, of the cast um, and uh, if it's going to be a tie for third, so that should give you a bit of an idea as to how my scoring's going. So, in joint third place is Shirley and Annie, because um, 
they had a little bit to do, and um, I thought it was a bit rough of um, Annie, Annie saying she needs to, you know, put the pen down and, like, live life. You know, it's you still need to get things done. And obviously, Shirley wanting to get what's hers Such is always perfect. Yes, but they were definitely background characters this week, for sure. Yes. Uh, so, equal second. It's a three-way second place. Um, Making up the rules between, as you go along. Uh, Jeff, Troy, and Pierce. Now... Uh, we'll start with Jeff again. Another solid episode, but um, he was very much foiled all the way through, uh, which I um, quite enjoyed um, watching him trying to um, beat this accountant. And uh, I like the fact that the accountant got kept kept him in his place until right at the end. Um, Troy and Pierce little um, interactions uh, I thought was perfect. Pierce you know, imparting his knowledge and Troy, um, yeah, really trying to embrace that knowledge and also crumping as well. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it was, it was, it was great all, all the way around and reference to last week. If this episode preceded last week's episode with Pierce, I think my um, thoughts on Pierce would have been different this week mm-hmm. oh, for last week. Um, because this week, I think this is where they should have started with Pierce and then have him, it would have meant more to have him have the family and the relationship with Jeff if this was before it. So, um, yeah. So, um, I have, uh, put Britta and Arbed as my joint, um, four and a half points. So the tie for second place was four um, points. So I put them at four and a half. Now, who am I going to make the MVP? Now, I liked, um, obviously, Arbed's storyline was um, phenomenal. Not yet, not yet, not God yet, damn. not yet for the drum roll. Professionals. <laughs> Arbed's, Arbed's um, storyline was phenomenal. Um, we got to see into his um, home life and we got to see the interactions with him, Jeff and Britta. Britta was awesome and really like... Um, Again, another person who put Jeff in his place, um, especially with the the kiss and the lead up. Now, drum roll, please. My MVP this week is going to be Britta. Yes. So it really came down to, as Matt was discussing um, at the time, the the character change for Arbed with um, not um, recanting on his... This is a poor moment to have technical issues. ...mistreatment of... Hey, I'm Brad. You you, you dropped out again, so just go from Britta. Uh, so my pick is Britta as the MVP. So ultimately, Arbed didn't get it because of that, as Matt said... He he didn't show any sympathy or for Britta's um, position here, and Britta throughout the episode played the part well, and also set Jeff up to get his A. And I think just on the overall scope of things, um, she was my MVP. So is that Britta two weeks in a row? It is Britta two it weeks is. in a row. 
because she's developing a character for you know as we said in the first episode and and she's she's becoming more of a character you know and she definitely showed more sides of herself so i definitely agree with you there on a note before, with that as yeah. well um i could have recorded you that drum roll just <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> right we can't even get your computer work to work that's true that's true i would have had to hook my drums up to it and everything so yeah that probably wasn't gonna happen yeah i i, uh, I found that one the other week so we now have a drum roll one. if you ever need it um yeah so we we get some more um pop pop culture references this week so we actually have an Arbeds mvp and i have music for it or i have a i have a an intro for it I love how it fades out. That's fantastic. Glad it's very funny. Take it away. The way it fades out. The, the, so there's another episode where uh, where Abed is is uh, directing another movie, Matt, and um, it it kind of turns a little bit spiritual, and yes, and it's slightly a bigger production than what this week's was. Another um, another cool Abed production. Yeah, it's it's cut from that. So that's, yeah, that's, I enjoy that. Uh, yes. Take it away, Brad. Well, welcome to Arved's uh, MVP this week, guys. So uh, I picked three references. Um, I'm I've cut off Aladdin. So sorry, guys. Um, that was an too easy, easy one. Too easy. <laughs> um, but the three movies that I'm uh, that were either mentioned or um, had a, had some references to uh, Citizen Kane, Good Morning Vietnam. And Dead Poets Society. So, we will start with Jack. What's have you seen, Citizen Kane? Yes, I have. Hey, all right, Matt. Have you seen Citizen Kane? I have indeed, not for a very long time, but I have seen. And Brad, have you seen Citizen Kane? No, Brad I have likes not. talking to Brad in the third person. <laughs> Brad does like talking about Brad in the third person. The, the disco spider thinks that's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next, next up, we have Good Morning Vietnam. Jack. Yes. yes? We can probably just say it and we can say yes or no. Uh, yes, yes from me. Matt? When you say good morning Vietnam, do you mean good morning Vietnam? Vietnam. Um, I do love that movie. So, yes. Oh, yes. If it's got Robin Williams in it, I've seen it. And for myself, that's another no. Oh, Bradford. Hey, on. Oh, really? Bradford. Yeah. My man. Okay. Seriously. It, it's another. <laughs> One of those ones where it's on TV. Hang on, hang on, Brad. We lost you again. Start, on start with it's again. another one. That was where we got to. Yeah, it's it's a it's another one that. Yeah, I it was on TV and yeah, just didn't get it. 
Watch it. Yeah. Watch wow. it. Yeah. Okay. That is your homework this week. Watch Good Morning Vietnam. It is so good. Oh, wait. It's not over. So, <laughs> Jack, Dead Poets Society. Yes. Yes, I have. I've seen that one. Matt, De- Dead Poets Society. Well, I just want to say, Brett, if you're about to tell me you haven't seen Good Morning Vietnam and Dead Poets, we may not be able to be friends anymore. They are legitimately two of my favourite films. So I, you have seen that? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, the, the look on his face says says bad things. Oh. <laughs> and no, unfortunately, again... Oh. This is another one during the oh. 90s. These, yeah, these movies, I, I know they were around and yeah, just no. And I knew that these were coming before I rewatched this episode, but I knew I couldn't watch them again <laughs> so, to try and save some face. For all those people throwing me shade like a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> directed at Brad. Yeah, uh, definitely uh, refer your hate mail to Brad this week. So, um, Given that we have a tie, I have a I have a tiebreaker potentially. Uh, have either of Aladdin. you? What's that? I said, is it Aladdin? I've seen Aladdin. No, <laughs> Jafar's Everyone's badass. seen Aladdin. It's yeah. not not a, not Aladdin. Have either of you seen Sixteen Candles? No. Yes. Oh. Sorry, Jack, you don't get to play your your special <laughs> winner's music this week. Matt, Sorry, you, you, you are of, Abed's MVP. Bit of Molly Ringwald. Uh, damn you, Matt. And, Sorry, bro. And just for oh, completeness, completeness, I haven't seen that either. <laughs> Ooh, Bradford's taking Brad, a donut from four. Week. Yep. That, that, that's a worry, Bradford. Come on. Right. Yeah, a bit of homework. Definitely. As we're uh, we're running a little bit long, so I'm gonna move us along there. But thank you for that, Brad. And uh, you've got you've got quite a bit of watching to do this week. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you're gonna have to call in sick to work, mate, and start watching some movies. But yeah. Before we do our our final thoughts on ratings and everything, uh, I figured I'd go across to our social media. Um, What I did, I didn't really do a poll last week with. The, uh, if I can use my words, this is an audio medium, still not doing well. Um, we didn't do an Arbeds MVP last week, so I didn't poll that one. Uh, but this week I did ask everyone what their, what their ratings on last week's episode was. Um, we had Flash 45 gave it a two and a half. Uh, Matt gave it three, different Matt. Um, uh, Jeff C... Uh, said Leonard likes this post, which is kind of not what it was asking for. But I, I appreciate the feedback. Um, um, Brianne says it was she'd give it a four. Um, didn't didn't want to give it a big head from five. Um, two without the Spanish rap at the end says advanced community studies, but with the Spanish rap at the end, five five meow meow beats. Um, uh, and yeah, Matt says uh, actually gave us a list of all of his for the whole season, um, which, which, which was nice. So yeah, he's well ahead of the game. So I can actually give you his rating from today, which is only another three actually. Um, but that's skipping ahead. 
Um, and then communities. Uh, so it's maybe a little, maybe a three. So so that was our sort of our, our feedback from Twitter from the week. Uh, we got a few more. Yeah, thank you. And we got some more Twitter followers this week, so I'll run through them quickly while I'm at it. Uh, Flash45 from LA. Uh, we got Josh from Regionals. That's a, that's a bit of a joke for an episode later on in Seasons, um, so you guys won't get that, but that, that's a nice little community nod there. Uh, community screen caps from Greendale. Uh, we got Caleb. Natalie is freezing, which is another reference uh, from the last season. Uh, Cristobal from San Bernardo, Chile, which I thought was really cool. Oh, very um, cool. Yeah. Um, Michelle Stenson from Maine. And we got Bill from Delaware. We had a Kiara. And the Hop Ons podcast from Tennessee. So, so a few more Twitter followers. Thank you guys very much for, uh, I assume, listening along, but, but for following us on Twitter and, and getting involved. We, uh, we really appreciate it appreciate it thank you very much everybody um so any final final thoughts on on anything before we go into our ratings guys no good uh let's go straight into that then and i think i uh makes sense to me you know who else it made sense to say hitler one more time and i'm giving you a two meow 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 beans my mouth beans. Um, yeah, ratings on this episode. Brad, go first. I'm going to give it a four. Um, solid all round. Yeah, very happy with it. And um, yeah, set up a characters really well. Okay. Um, Matt? Yes, the, the disco spider would like to give this one a four. Ooh. Okay. No, Schmitty. I'm not sure who you're talking to. Oh, this is going to be bad. He's got a nickname. It's I like, know, I'm adopting this. Maybe I'll run a poll I... on the nickname. Yeah, come on. Give, it, give me, give me, a, give maybe, me a poll. Maybe that's what I'll do through the, the week. If the, if um, the disco spider can be kept. Or I should uh, just let it go. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll run a poll on that next week. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd give this a four. It's a really solid episode. Probably, it's not necessarily one of my favourites. But it, it's right up there. It's a it, again. It's just another really solid episode. Um, Brad gave his sort of ratings before on the characters. Uh, Matt, I'm gonna run through the characters, and I'll get you to give it a quick, uh, quick rating there. Um, Abed, seeing as he was the star of this episode. Uh, yeah, I honestly would have given him a five if not for, as Brad said, that um, little bit at the end. It just pulled me out of it. So I'm gonna give him a four. Four. Uh, Britta? Britta, yeah, Britta's up there with a four as well this week. I like her character. I like her sort of, um, that little bit of a maternal instinct, as it were, as it sort of was talked about. But her just straight up just asking Arbet, what does the film class cost? 70 bucks. Here's a check for four dreams. You know, she didn't even think twice about it. She just, she just went straight out. And obviously it's shown she doesn't have a lot of money. She's, she's getting by just as well as she can as well. And she's still, straight out cuts our bit of check for his film class. I yep. gave her a lot of points for that. Jeff? Jeff Jeff was a three. Um, I didn't like him working so hard to try to seize the day, the complete opposite of the point of seizing the day. So 
yeah, he really missed the missed the mark there, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Annie. Annie, Annie didn't have a lot to do. Annie's two. Shirley. Shirley, Shirley's two and a half, just because I want to see Shirley gets what gets what get what is hers. And then Troy. Troy, Troy, I like Troy in interaction with um, with Pierce. I like that he was wanted to sit under Pierce's learning tree. Whether or not that's a good thing. Uh, as it continues on, I don't know, but I'll give I'll give Troy and Pierce uh, both threes this week. Uh, okay, and yeah, Pierce was the last one. Uh, I'll I'll give Arbet a, a four. Uh, I'd like to give Britta a five. I really I thought she did really well um, this episode. You know, like you said, drop of a hat, write to a check for seventy bucks. Plus, clearly out- outlaid some other cash for everything else. So and and played her role really well. Um, so that was that was really good, uh, especially with you know, pucking up to 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 Jeff right at the end there as well and going okay yeah I owe you and claiming it back straight away like that can't have been an easy decision to make yeah. just to get him a pass. Um, right. Yeah. Jeff, yeah, Jeff didn't really learn anything. He didn't didn't really expand. So so yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you there on a three. Um, I'm running out of my thing. I think it was Annie next. Um, yeah, yep. Annie, three, she, yeah, like you said, didn't really have a whole lot to do in this episode, pulled up Shirley on some racism, so that was, I guess, good, but that's about yeah, it. Three. Um, Shirley, well, Shirley was being racist, so that gives her a two, um, <laughs> there, there's probably not too much that, like, yeah, not a very heavy Shirley episode aside from the front, oh, I guess some, there was some honesty there at the start, which was pretty, pretty good, so maybe I'll bump yeah. it up to a three, I'll make that a three. Um, and then, yeah, there was Troy and Pierce, which probably can be graded together this week because that's most of them. Uh, most of their scenes were together. Actually, I'm going to give Pierce a four. Cause I, I really enjoyed Pierce this week, but I'll give Troy a, a three. All he did was sneeze like a girl and try and pound you like a boy. So... <laughs> <laughs> I did. I will say I, I give credit to Pierce for seeing the young guy, you know, struggling and, and deciding to take him under his under his uh, sexual harassment wing and, um, you know... And as racist help, as help, Pierce is, he's helping out the black kid. Like, true. It's, it's kind of weird. like he's in this That's situation true. with... And he's clearly a racist character, but he's still in the study group that's ethnically diverse. Well, to be and fair... And he still keeps he, coming back. I would have thought fair, someone actually um, like that would just not. True. But to be fair, he's clearly got a thing for Shirley, so obviously he wants to try to help out. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's it. Mm. <laughs> maybe we should, probably shouldn't dwell too much on that. Uh, you're not. Any... Any other thoughts before we uh, wrap this one up, guys? No. Just again, I'd like to continue to say I hate you both for making me not be able to binge watch the show, and I will continue to say it every week. Fantastic. You'll be right, Schmitty. The disco yeah, spider is upset. Oh, no. Um, again, I'll just shout out our, our socials if you've made it this far. Hopefully, you're already following us. Uh, Facebook is Greendale Human Podcasters, uh, or Instagram and Twitter are both at Gdale Human Pod. Um, give us a like, leave us a comment, you know, hit us up. Happy for feedback. Uh, again, hate mail will be directed to Matt. So there's no issues there. I'm happy to pass that one along. No, that's great. Uh, and um, 
just you know feel free to um rate and leave comments on your various podcast apps oh yeah so i'm, so I'm told five stars is really good that that's a good thing so, apparently the comments don't matter you can say whatever you want in those comments but five stars is really appreciated but apparently you have to leave a comment is what i hear so oh there you go yeah. hate mail to matt five stars just 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 say i love the disco spider oh no um or not i'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap us up there um <laughs> we we don't promise to be the best uh community podcast we don't promise to be the worst we might be, but you know, we we definitely don't promise to be. Uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed listening, and and that's where we're going to leave it this week. Well, Jackson Jules, that's about all the time we have tonight. Yeah. Until next time, may your dreams be sweet and your nightmares be spooky, monster scary, and not Grandma died scary. Troy and I bed in the morning. Nice. Nice. Uh, 